Hey, Leia. So I feel. What? No, Lamont. Just, just be positive. Just stay positive. But I'm just trying to tell you how I feel. No, Lamont. I feel you just got to You just gotta be positive, and it'll work itself out. But Leia, I really feel. No, Lamont. Positivity is key. Okay. Good vibes. Stay positive. So you're not gonna let me tell you how I feel. Lamont, how do you feel? I feel hungry. It's gonna work itself out. It worked for me. Is that a jar of pickles? <laughs> this is Lamont, set and ready. And this is Leia, ready to go. And you're, and you're tuning, tuning in to the Lamont, the Lamont and Leia podcast. <laughs> so Lamont, what's on our agenda today? So Leo, we have a special guest star today. His name is Dwight Hertz. He is a producer of several different podcast series, and he is the podcast star of The Broken Brain. later we'll be talking to him about toxic positivity Mm -hmm. and you need to tune into the end to hear what we have to say plus you have a really great game for us i do let's get started all right so we are so happy to have you here today before we get started please introduce yourself a little bit and tell us about you hi (laughs) that's a good start i'm so excited to be here as well um getting schedules arranged and everything is always fun but to be able to come on today uh, just something i've been looking forward to to all week and ever since we set it up so i'm dwight i am the host of the broken brain podcast and uh, amongst a couple other things but i i've been working in mental health for my whole adult life in different different uh jobs here and there. I am currently I'm a psychotherapist uh, and work in private practice and I've been doing a podcast uh, about that for uh, several years as well. I think I, I had just noticed something like it had been like eight years or something since the start of the podcast. There were a couple of years in there where I had not not as frequent uh, postings, but mostly uh, been doing a, a lot of podcasting and a lot of uh, discussions about culture and psychology. And so I come at it also from a treatment perspective because of my career. Um, also dabble and do, uh, in podcast production as well, helping people to set up podcasts as, uh, as well. I'm working with a, a cool team of podcasts, a uh, bunch of people that are doing some pretty cool things in it. So, um, which is one of the reasons I was excited to meet you guys, cause you guys are doing cool things <laughs> and you guys are cool people. So thank you. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much. So have you got a chance to check out the Lamont and Leia show like on YouTube? Like that was like. It was new to me when uh, when I, I uh, met you guys through the, I'm trying to even think which group we, it was one of the podcast groups, right? Basically where people were talking about different shows and things. And I always said one of my favorite things about podcasting has always been the people that I get to meet. Uh, and, you know, just think about how many of us, if we didn't have this venue would just be sitting in our respective like office cubicle backyard wherever we would be thinking what we're thinking and, and saying what we're saying but we wouldn't know we have all these like kindred spirits out there in the world right um so yeah i was new to it when i when i found you guys so i have uh, have tuned in a little bit since we since we arranged this and yeah it's exciting i like what you guys are are building up thank you again <laughs> yeah thanks so um I think we actually met in one of the mental health groups that you're a part of okay and that that I'm a part of yeah and you had like I was talking about last week's topic which Mm -hmm. was um Leia last week's topic (laughs) totally chose a flake Sorry syndrome and taking sorry syndrome and you had given a really good response and originally we wanted you for that episode but you couldn't make it so then we talked right. to you and like hey like I, I can come and talk about this on this episode so we're like great so we're so glad to have you here today yeah. um, as a person who produces other podcast shows do you have any thoughts for Leigh and I 
<laughs> uh, my biggest thought is just keep keep at it, keep doing what you're doing. I think one of the biggest pitfalls people fall into, and I guess statistically this is one that people fall into early, is that they sort of collapse under their own pressure of, of am I doing it right? Am I doing, you know, uh, is it going well? Is it going? And and the main thing when you're beginning, I think with any project, but particularly with podcasting, is the, is if you're doing it, you're doing it right because you're doing it. And most shows just kind of peter out and stop because it's either hard or people, you know, get, become disenchanted or something. Mm -hmm. And so if you're doing it, you're doing it right. And you guys, I think you, basically it's just, it's just pushing ahead and keeping doing what you're doing. Cause yeah, you guys are doing it. Um, I, I think that we live in uh, sometimes I think I call this the Pinterest problem, even though I like Pinterest and that makes me sound like I'm just anti-social media, but, Love Pinterest, but <laughs> one of the things that I think is take Pinterest as an example, I think we use it wrong because if my kid has a birthday coming up and they love, let's say they love the minions from Despicable Me. And I just remember this from a few years ago, talking to someone who did this, they go on Pinterest and they find all these minions birthday cakes. And they're all look so perfect. And there's these step-by-step -step instructions in this like high-speed video a person made in their own kitchen with an overhead camera of how they made this minions cake look just like the minions and it comes to life and dances or whatever. You know, it does, you know, it's this perfect thing. And because we have access to that information, I think we do the wrong thing with it, which is we then try it and fail to produce the product the way that they did and then punish ourselves for it. Instead of going like, wow, this is pretty awesome. I can make a minions cake that is going to be you know head and shoulders above anything that my parents had a chance of being able to make of some bit character somewhere and also people me and people like me are putting a lot of effort into producing content that allows us to try to do stuff like that for our kids because in some previous generations it'd be like you're what you know um and so rather than that second approach which is going to be rewarding uh, we go the first perfectionist route, right? And it's like, yeah. oh, and you know, you see it too. I mean, all the podcast groups and people post out there and say, what's the best of this and what's the best of that? And people get in arguments about this. And I think the the best thing of all is to say, well, are you producing a thing? Can people hear it? Do they like it? Well, period. Everything else is details that you'll work out as you get in more into it. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it's all about doing it and keep going. What you guys are are, are, are making is great so far, so. Yeah, thank you so, so much. We'll see how today works out. Let's see, like maybe get a better <laughs> guest will be my advice after this show airs, people say. <laughs> All right. So today's topic is toxic positivity. I have not educated myself on this subject. The way it came about was, well, Leia just it was one of the like several we listed. Um, but I was like, oh cool, I'm so excited to talk about this because I think a week prior, a student had mentioned toxic positivity in one of the groups I run. Mm -hmm. And I asked her to expand on it, but she wouldn't. <laughs> so, so I'm going to be educated today. I'm excited. Um, Leah, go ahead and take it away. Okay. So, um, Mont, you know, this morning I said positive toxicity too. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, so in last week's podcast, when Lamont was talking about what we're going to be talking about this week, um, he said, we're going to be talking about positive toxicity. And I was like, no, <laughs> not what we're talking about. That's next week, right? That's, That's next, next week. week right? <laughs> and there's a, there's a whole lot of guys on the internet who are lined up for that one, by the way, to justify their toxicity. <laughs> um, so uh, toxic positivity. Um, <laughs> uh, I have a very kind of like rudimentary understanding of what it is. And like, if someone was to ask me if I could give it a definition, uh, I don't know where I would start so that we could come up with a more solid definition today. I did some deep research on the best source of information out there. TikTok. Um, Perfect. <laughs> I have about four TikToks I'm going to be showing today that I hope are going to either lead into better understandings or teach us something. And we'll, we'll see, we'll see where we go. That's exciting. So the first TikTok we're going to be showing is by a TikToker. Is that the correct term? I should know this. I think uh, so. Called Probably. Evolve and Bloom. And I do have permission from all of the people today to show their TikToks on our podcast. Going above so, and let's, beyond. Let's I love it. <laughs> nice. 
Let's see what she has to say. This might not be something you want to hear today or ever, but too much positivity can actually be bad for your mental health. It's called toxic positivity, and it's when we use positivity in an excessive amount as a way to mask everything that's going on in our life. So something's bad going on, or if we have bad thoughts, we just say, think positive, everything will be fine. That's just an unrealistic outlook on life. We need those negative experiences to learn and to grow. I know when our friends or family come to us, or when we go to ourselves, we really want to promote positivity because we think it'll make everything better but by forcing a positive outlook on pain we're forcing that person to stay quiet about their struggles and that's not what we want to do studies are actually showing us that staying quiet about our struggles makes us more stressed in our body and our mind in the future so what we don't want to do is say things like positive vibes only just think happy thoughts no negative thoughts here instead we want to encourage support let that person know i'm listening you can talk to me whenever you want what you're going through sucks validate those feelings all right. Thank you, Nadia Adesi. Evolve and bloom. So that was the first one. <laughs> yeah, that was good. I liked that was, it. That was really cool. I didn't learn any I dance steps, it. but it was... Uh, no dancing. <laughs> even better than... I, yeah. <laughs> yeah so I, I think she presented the ideas really well. Yeah. I think I have a pretty good understanding of what toxic positivity is. I think that's something that is actually a strength. Sometimes people like to look at the internet, people my age and above, I will say, uh, they like to look at things like social media sometimes and what these, you know, I think putting things into bite-sized information though, I think of being like that age myself and being like, could I succinctly, you know, size up something so comprehensive and say, I'm going to put it in this little TikTok size bite. And uh, yeah, I think that was very succinct and a really good definition. I do too. Um, and something that she brought up was the idea of struggling and how that can cause you to grow. And I think that's a key part of the definition of what that is and mm-hmm. everything. Um, so I actually have another one to supplement that thought. Don't remember how to pronounce his name, but he does pronounce it. So I'm gonna let him introduce himself. <laughs> okay, cool. Hey y'all, I'm Shaheem. I'm a therapist, as many of you know, and today we're starting a new series called Toxic Things That You May Be Doing That You Do Not Know You're Doing. (laughs) We're going to kick it off with toxic positivity. So toxic positivity is the belief that no matter what's happening, we should have a positive mindset. The key danger in toxic positivity is that it ignores a key element in human life, which is suffering. Suffering is a huge part of life. You'll find it most in phrases like, just get over it, try to think a little bit more positively about it, keep a positive outlook. When you do things like force yourself to feel positively about every situation, you in turn suppress your own emotions. This is dangerous because it can come out in a plethora of ways. If you practice this mode of being, it often discourages other people from processing their emotions in a healthy way. A better bet, instead of forcing a positive spin on everything, is to practice acceptance. If you have any more questions, please let me know, and don't forget to hit the follow button. I did hit the follow button. I was going to say, I thought you were cutting that off to make sure nobody follows him instead of us. I got you. Yeah, don't follow him. Definitely follow (laughs) him. I want to go check him out now. I like that. I like that very much. Yeah. I like his voice. I like his tats. Um, I like how he seemed down to earth. He He broke it down very simply it opened up to uh something that is a great alternative and i will we'll probably get more into but which is acceptance and i think there's a, a lot of the problem with what the toxic levels of positivity and a lot of the reasons why people might roll their eyes at a concept like this and say oh now there's too much positivity huh you know the reason people are going to do that is because there's so much like conflation that happens that, that shouldn't happen. That is like, here's something that is good and healthy. And here's something that's the toxic level of that thing. And they bleed into each other, right? Where he mentioned the, mm-hmm. the concept of acceptance, which is in some ways, I'm gonna say the cure, but I mean, it, it's, it's a much purer uh, example of something that people are trying to do when they say, look on the bright side. Really, it's like, well, use, you know, uh, use acceptance or even radical acceptance to cope with life stresses. Those are those are different, but they're a lot the same too. And so I like mm-hmm. that he introduced that concept right there of acceptance. Yeah, I was thinking like anything, like we hear the saying, or if I've heard the saying growing up, too much of anything is not good for you. Mm-hmm. So right. too much positivity obviously is not going to be good for you. Yeah. Um, it, we need to have more of a balance. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do have one more and then we can, I do have some questions that can, cool. that we can answer. Yeah. 
Okay, so this one is by a TikToker called Libra Moonstone. Let's take a second to talk about toxic positivity. Toxic positivity involves one focusing on the positives and only the positives in life. This can be harmful because this creates a pattern of denial and invalidation of the emotions that we associate with negativity, such as anger, sadness, and jealousy. This can look and sound like a combination of a lot of things, like everything happens for a reason, don't think about it, stay positive, and things could be so much worse. Of course, these isolated statements aren't toxic positivity, but when you continue to approach our negative emotions with these statements, it starts to create a pattern. This makes it really hard for us to connect with ourselves because we continue to suppress emotions. The key is acceptance rather than avoidance. Of course, we don't want to dwell too long, but all of our emotions are valid, no matter how odd, uncomfortable, or unfamiliar they may be to us. Very cool. And she has such a nice voice too. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I'm seeing so many of these uh, the TikTokers talk it, uh, tick the talk and talk the tick. Um, it's you know you can tune into someone like me who takes 50 minutes out of my podcast to say what she just said <laughs> about cover about half of what she just said. She said it like really really well. I think she hit a lot of things that are really powerful there. Um, um, that the, the it's the exclusion more more than than it is the so like being positive isn't bad but it's excluding the negative like that's that's where mm -hmm. it becomes a problem i think that's one of the tipping points and she hit that right up front yeah yeah i like her keyword of uh denial yeah. and then she also mentioned acceptance like our previous guy and i liked her her air quotes that she included around negative emotions which is a really mm -hmm. core concept in therapy a lot of times mm -hmm. is trying to accept that feelings by themselves aren't negative or good or bad or positive yeah. inherently they're just experiences we have right but we've mm -hmm. labeled them that and so therefore some of them are less than in our opinions yeah um and i i like that a lot of them are bringing up the idea of accepting your emotions accepting other people's emotions uh it reminds me of something i was talking about on a, another facebook group i'm part we're a part of so many facebook groups i am now anyway like super yeah super now. <laughs> um it's a Facebook group for emo music. Cool. <laughs> and uh, there was like a poll or something going around there asking why we like emo music or why we still listen to it and whatnot. And I think one of the reoccurring answers was that, you know, it allows you, it allowed us to feel our emotions as kids and work through stuff. Like people don't understand why we're listening to sad music all the time. Like, isn't that just going to make you more sad? And it's like, yes, but just having someone else, like be able to put the emotions that I'm feeling and can't really understand because I'm 16 years old <laughs> um, into words and music, it just kind of helps you like process things that just, you know, this whole idea just kind of like reminded me of it, yeah. which is funny because you don't really think of like emo music and positivity, like in the same <laughs> realm but that's interesting I don't know. I think and even the fact that they felt the need to put the poll and I guess I'm going to go in I'm going to assume that whoever created the poll is also a fan of the music because uh, mm -hmm. they're in the group that'd be weird if it was some kind of weird mole <laughs> that got in there to say why do you kids like this depressing yeah <laughs> but uh no but even the fact that they felt that means that that person and everybody in the group probably nobody probably said wow I've never been asked that question it's like, well, no, I'm being, obviously being confronted with that question, right? You're being confronted with that challenge of, well, why, aren't, why are you sitting there listening to something that's so mopey, you know? Um, and yeah. it's absolutely, as you put it, a lot of times the experiencing of the negative is important for processing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I think that goes from little things to big things. Absolutely. Because, I mean, yeah, the bad things that happen in life whether they are little or big, you know, you kind of, you need to process it mm -hmm. like from dropping your Starbucks drink <laughs> That's to even worse, even worse things. There are far few worse things than that. But. Sure. And I think <laughs> you got to work. One of the things, you know, one of the things that they have done uh, as they've researched therapy and even as they've uh, rehashed some of the diagnostic criteria for 
uh, anxiety disorders and trauma related uh, problems with post-traumatic stress and things, they've actually learned more and more we find that trauma is relative. So, you know, a lot of it depends upon the context of who am I, like what's my intrinsic sort of psychological health and stability and what have my experiences been and what else is going on mentally, emotionally, and physically when I drop that Starbucks cup, because when I drop that on one particular Tuesday, it's just a, oh man, well, whatever. I was on my way somewhere else and it's okay. And then other time it might be, that was the straw that just did it. And, <laughs> you know, maybe you don't even know why, and maybe it was even a good day, but all of a sudden it brought me back to this other thing and it bridged with some other trauma and pain and finding that, uh, that there's the, there's so much that needs to be acknowledged sometimes to say, uh, instead of like, if I've been trained to say, I ruined my day when I dropped my Starbucks cup, therefore I'm some kind of wuss or something's wrong with me. What a loser. Um, it's like, no, actually I was going through a legitimate experience when that happened and I ought to appreciate it actually. And it can inform my own mental health if I do so. Um, and, and it's mm -hmm. not, that's not the way we're trained to think, but I like, I like how much I see that trend changing when people can jump on. And even like, uh, like you say, just even on TikTok, where people be like, Hey, no, 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 this, this is okay. We should, we should ex uh, respect the experience we're having. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I don't know. I, I have a list of questions, but I'm pretty sure that we like covered all of them already. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no. Like, do I want to be repetitive? Um, <laughs> um, okay. So something I heard a lot as a kid was that staying positive in tough situations can render a positive outcome. For example, if I was sad about someone at school, my mom would like, it's okay. Just stay positive and everything will work itself out. Um, and I was also one of those people that was like, good vibes only. I'm pretty sure I have a shirt that says that actually, <laughs> that I still wear. Um, so do you think, either of you, uh, think that staying positive in tough situations can render a positive outcome ever? Or is every type of staying positive through it negative? Yeah, I well, I, I definitely think that there is very there's a lot of good strength in positivity. I think the problem is, to me, there's a couple of cutoffs. One of them is, is my positivity dependent on exclusivity of the negative? Or does it allow for and encourage inclusivity of everything, if that makes sense? It's like, um, and sometimes I've tried to think of it in this term, like, if I look up at the sky and there's like a hailstorm and a hurricane and lightning coming down and I, and I look really, really, really far off in the distance and, and get a glimpse of a little sliver of blue skies, it would be unrealistic and it would be dishonest intellectually to say the whole sky is stormy and always will be. Well, no, that's not true. There's still some bright skies. In fact, they're over there and they'll get here eventually. Um, it would also be dangerous to say, you know, that blue sky, that's the only thing I'm going to pay attention to. I'm going to go swimming. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and just go for a walk. I'm going to go ahead and just drive my car at a regular speed. And I'm going to run an errand that I don't even have to, um, you know, pretending that that blue sky is where I'm at. Either of those could be dangerous, right? It can be dangerous to say I live in lightning hurricane now forever, but it can mm -hmm. also be dangerous to say I don't live there at all, <laughs> right? Yeah. So I think that that's where I look at it and say, am I including everything or am I excluding mm -hmm. anything? Um, that's a big, that's a big difference in my mind. Uh, and I think I yeah, the dangerous positivity is ignoring that there's lightning coming at me. Um, mm -hmm. But I, but I think we, I think we could throw the good out with the bad too and say, no, I just have to just really obsess on the lightning too. If that makes sense. It's hard to find the balance. Really? I think. It is hard yeah. That, that does balance. make sense. Yeah. But I think I think making an importance on balance is key. Mm -hmm. So, um, Leia, like your mom probably could have done it a little bit better by saying, "Hey, I see that you're hurting. I see that you're like worried about your friend. I have faith that's gonna make it. We're gonna make it through this. We're gonna be okay. Try to be a little bit more positive. See if that helps. Take like some of the edge off, maybe." But don't exclude your feelings. Like it's okay for you to have those feelings. Let's try try a little bit of positivity. See if that helps you. You know, like help. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Yeah. <laughs> but you know, my mom. I know your mom. I love your mom. <laughs> I love you, Nalu. <laughs> But there's a fear there, right? I mean, that's what we're talking about too, is like, like you say with your mom or with any of us who have done that to ourselves or friends to our kids uh, or or heard that from even, you know, said that to our parents or whoever. uh, I think there's a fear that if we let it happen, we let the negativity get us, it's going to just destroy us. I've heard, I didn't, I didn't make this one up, but uh, the storm one, I totally did. But uh, this analogy I've heard for a long time, which is if you're standing on the beach you know, and you have uh, a wave come up and hit you in the ankles. You don't go, oh my gosh, you know, you don't really panic about that one. Um, But you can feel a little pull, right? A little little suction pulls the sand under your feet or whatever. If it hits you at your knees, a little little stronger. If it hits you, you know, if you get deep enough to where it just slaps you in the face, you might actually have that feel of like, it's going to pull me away. Um, But I think, so I've, I've heard this analogy of using that to say my most emotional experiences are like standing on the beach at, at different points of tide, right? High tide or low tide is gonna pull me differently. But generally speaking, where am I? I'm on the beach. And so far, none of those waves has pulled me so far out that I've never come back, right? Uh, and, and trying to trust that as I'm having an emotional experience, if I do sit there a minute and say, wow, this kid at school sounds like he really sucks. Like, you know, can I say that to my kid? And is it gonna, oh yeah, see, now they're gonna, gonna go into this place of like, you know what? Yeah, your teacher is kind of a dick. Whoa, yo, hold on now. We're gonna be, now they're just gonna only hear that. It's like, no, we'll get through that. We'll get through that. I can then later say, you know, you do have to do what they say, but I, I hated that kind of teacher when I was your age. Oh my gosh, you know, mm-hmm. we're, you and I are, me as your parent, you as the kid in the class, we are stuck with that for now and that does suck. What are we gonna do about it, you know? Um, and, and that acknowledging, and I think as being, putting ourselves in the place of that kid, you know, if, if my uh, parent or caretaker or whoever says to me, yeah, I get it. Wow. You know, that does a whole lot more than if they just say, it's not as bad as you think, you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks. I guess, you know, I was wrong. Um, but it's, it's sometimes I think there's, that's where it, we don't do it is because fear plays a role. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, what if I just, I'm just making it worse somehow and we don't ever get, uh, I don't ever transcend it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so everything just seems like it comes back to ha- finding a balance between negative and positivity, which I can agree with. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, um, go ahead, Leah. No, okay. no, what? Please right. tell me. So I feel like I'm in this battle and I, I feel like I might get kicked out of this group. It's a mental health support group that I'm in. Um, I guess their focus is on MHI, which I didn't know when I originally joined because the title of the group says mental health support. So last week when I joined the group and I posted, hey, I'm here to look about, to, I'm here to talk about like, um, saying no like saying sorry all the time and where does that come from like and like so would anyone like to talk to me about this this admin comes to me and like she's like that's what seriously why you joined this group and I was like well like that's one of the reasons and I have other like conversation and topic pieces that I would like to bring to people's attention and also support and then so she educated me on the group and like it's an MHI group it's a support group and stuff So this week I saw this really cool thing where it says how to create a wealthy mindset. And so it breaks out the word wealthy. So W, write it down, write down what you want. E, envision your future. A, affirm your desires. L, listen to your inner voice. T, take action and transform. And H, hold the vision. So let me go back a little bit because I realized I just forgot something. So we go through this whole thing and I asked her a question and I put an exclamation point on and I guess she took it as me being rude or having attitude. And so I, I told her, hold on, hold on, let's back up, let's back up. I'm not being rude, I'm not having attitude. You asked a question to me, I rephrased it, asked you to define that question for yourself because I got excited. Maybe I should have used a question mark instead of an exclamation point. She was like, you know what? Um, I see, like, I did take it wrong because of the, the exclamation point. So she owned that. And I was like, cool, cool, cool. Like, let's let's just be peaceful. But now I feel like I'm being targeted because this is like the second thing I posted in this group. 
And she says, would that, so the first comment was, would that, if it were that easy for those with MHI? So I'm like rolling my eyes. I think I'm still in bed, like just trying to wake up. I'm like, when you say MHI in this case, what's the I? Mental health illness. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm rolling my eyes. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna outsmart her. I'm gonna like, I got this, I got this, right? And so I actually like, so in all the other groups, I did not post anything above it. I just posted the like meme or the the positive thing. And I was like, living with MHI is difficult. Some days I hear that it's harder to stay in a positive mindset when you are in chronic pain. If today's a better day for you, and the wealthy mindset speaks to you, please use it. Use it, take part of it, take any suggestions that work for you to help you make it through in love and support. So tell me why a few hours ago she posts, also it's, incredible, it's incredibly difficult with chronic pain as well. And then she posts, I wish you understood how demeaning this post is to those of us with MHI and chronic pain. Mm -hmm. I know your intentions are good, but you don't understand. And I actually have a really good friend who deals with chronic pain, who lives in Oregon. He's been dealing with it for a very long time. His wife, his children, they've had these horrible experiences. So I get chronic pain and how it works. So right now I'm just ready to snap and I say, it just seems like I can't win with you. I mentioned the hardships of living with MHI and chronic pain. I do know someone who is living with chronic pain. They are very important to me. They informed me that some days are better than others. So that's why I put that in there, like in the original, like in there. They use all kind. They use all kinds of strategies just to make it from day to day. This is a mental health support group, right? That's the name of the group. I have been working in mental health for the health, mental health sector for many years. A portion of mental health involves mindsets. Find, find what works for you. Use it to help you practice mental fitness. I acknowledge that I acknowledge that this post may not work for everyone in this group. That's okay. I encourage, I encourage those or who it does work for to use this as an additional tool. I, I was not dismissive of anyone's experience. I introduced a tool that might work for someone because we're all different, but it seems like whatever I post in this group is unsatisfactory. And so that's just kind of where I've left it. She hasn't responded yet, but I do kind of feel like she's after me, but maybe she feels that I'm being toxic with my positivity. And that we're just having a misunderstanding. It's possible. I mean, it. Uh, there are times where we just get sideways of a group or a group admin. I think sometimes where we're not even mm -hmm. saying things that are that different. Like you said, it sounds like some of your yeah. posts and some of her posts were saying the same things, but then ending with "and we disagree." Do we? Wait. Yeah. I think you said the same thing, and that happens. I think in social media. I do know one thing that. Um, you know, with with some of those things that we use, that it's often used as examples. Uh, even in those TikToks where it's like, hey, just be positive, just, you know, whatever it is, pull yourself up, think positive, change your mindset, silver lining, you know, any of that stuff. My belief is I think that all of those things are infinitely more useful and helpful when they are self-prescribed. Mm -hmm. When they are prescribed from one person to another is when they are almost never helpful is what it seems like. It's funny because some people mm -hmm don't take comfort from that statement. And some people do, and there's nothing wrong with the statement intrinsically to say, I mean, you know, for example, uh, I, uh, my therapist has said, you know, I'm silver, silver lining person. And I know what that means in the context of the relationship that we have. So, so if I get this whole, well, it's the silver lining here. I don't take it as, oh, here we go. But, cause I know where it comes from, right? Um, and I know that they're not telling me to feel that way, right? Um, and uh, because they know me, right? And that kind of thing. So, so I, 
listen to that. Whereas if someone else who I don't know that well says, well, what's the silver lining here? I may be like, well, I'm going to slap you. Maybe that'd be fun. That'd be a silver lining. Why did you say that to me when I'm talking about I'm in some suffering here? Um, <laughs> so, you know, I could see, I could go either way. The key would be, I wonder where, yeah, it is interesting what you bring up at the end of where she's coming from. Like, I wonder what she's thinking. Like, yeah, I, I don't why, know. Why is he telling me to whatever? I don't know. I'm not sure if it was just that initial interaction. I'm just like on her list or <laughs> it's we're just like bumping heads. I'm like, how am I being dismissive here? Like, I didn't like yeah. I just posted a thing. It didn't dis- it didn't tell anyone like you got to do this. Otherwise, you're like not well or whatever like like to me like that didn't come out there at all like what is she implying from that i think she implies a lot from people's posts or at least my posts um she says like oh but i know you're trying to do good but like you keep coming after me (laughs) like what is up with that so transparency maybe Ooh. When have you felt this way at other times? No. <laughs> <laughs> Come sit on this couch. Uh. <laughs> um, well, to me, Lamont, it kind of sounds like she might be under- misunderstanding what you're saying, but maybe she also needs to find a balance between positive and negative thoughts. <laughs> maybe she should listen to this podcast. <clears throat> Um, <laughs> I can't advertise this podcast. I'm not agree about abortion. Yeah, uh, yeah. You, no, hey, can. but you and her are on a personal uh, DM relationship now. I mean, you guys <laughs> definitely can talk behind the scenes. <laughs> but yeah, just invite um, her uh, directly <laughs> to be on next week. <laughs> uh, yeah, Lamont. So that actually that was perfect timing because that actually led into my next, you know, kind of like wrap up question. Nice. So great unplanned segue. <laughs> um, so telling someone to stay positive in a hard si- situation can make their feelings invalid. Exhibit Lamont. <laughs> what are other ways that we can validate them in a positive manner? As in, um, you know, invalidating the feelings can cause them to bottle their emotions and make the situation worse in some cases. Um yeah, so what what do you guys think is some other ways that we could do those things? So, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Dwight. You first. No, you you go first. All right. So, Leia, like we talked last week, acknowledging the person's feelings. So, acknowledge, mm-hmm. acknowledge, acknowledge. Validate, validate, validate. Um, and, I, again, like, in the post, I thought I was validating and acknowledging, and I don't think it was coming through um so i just feel like maybe the inference so you can do these things and depending on how the person's taking in the information it might help it may not help mm-hmm. i agree and then well and then there's like a, a follow-up factor then too is what you're describing and it sounds like that's actually where you are at with this person in this group right is that you are kind of going back and forth uh, and who knows what type of back and forth you're you, it's, it's becoming but uh but the hope is it's becoming one that's constructed right, uh, right. I, I hope so saying, that's yeah. that's the goal saying like where are we at and um yeah i think one of the things that hits me i, I totally it's it's very much the same thing that you said so i don't want to go on about it but i think that part of it is uh letting the other person own how they feel i think is a huge part of that empathy Brene Brown, I looked it up uh, before so I could say the name of it correctly, but <laughs> there we go. I got a response. I love Brene Brown. Uh, Brene Brown has a, a, there's a clip from one of her, I think it's The Power of Vulnerability, I think is the larger talk. Mm-hmm. But, um, but either way, the YouTube video, if you just look up Brene Brown on empathy, it's what it's called. Okay. And it's the one that has, the, they've taken a little section of one of her talks and put a little animation to it like they do um they, whoever does it yeah you've seen this one then yeah about empathy and about being in the deep dark hole kind of thing mm-hmm. and talks about how if you've fallen into a deep dark hole you don't really want someone just stick their head in and say hey do you want a sandwich do you want some what can i do for you here you know i can't help you get out of the hole so get out of the hole um <laughs> but you do want someone to climb down in the hole and say wow i can't help you get out of this hole but i've been in this hole and this hole is terrible you know mm-hmm. and that that all all of a sudden healing actually produces results right yes and um and i think sometimes some of this 
the positivity stuff, uh, like I said, I think it feeds off of fear of like, what if I can't help you? Well, geez, I better help you so that I'll feel better, right? <laughs> um, I need to know that you're okay because I love you. And so therefore I'll be controlling and I'll do the positivity thing. And maybe I'll even get mad at you if you don't do it right. Um, and that doesn't feel helpful when you're the one in the deep hole. Um, and so I think trying to silence that little fear in our head and say, you know, the other person is, the, they're gonna be the one who has to get through it. And um, I can try to be there for them um, according to what they need, but not tell them how to deal with it. And I think that's a big step towards not over prescribing positive thinking, because, you know, if I know that you got it, then I don't feel pressured to try to come up with something clever to make you feel better before the end of our conversation, you know? Yeah. So basically having faith that the other person has the tools to help themselves. And if they don't, we offer suggestions, suggestion tools, and would they take whatever they like? Yeah. And, and to me, it sounds like that's what you were trying to do with the post. I mean, because to me, the, the, I don't know, this is just my thought, but the elements that I would put into it are like saying, hey, here's the thing that's really helped me, helped some people I've seen. I'm going to post it here. Uh, if it doesn't help you, just drop it forever and don't even worry about it. Yeah. I just thought I'd share it because I think it's cool some of the time. Um, and if it isn't, I, you know, I'm sorry, you know, don't let it bug you scroll on or something something to those uh, to that extent but it I'm sounds like that's what sorry. we were trying to say <laughs> no that's just last week's last last week's podcast <laughs> taking you back sorry oh <laughs> like, there we go not, yeah see i was sorrying it yeah there i was yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh I, you know i think i don't know i think that's a big piece though is, is just letting somebody and say this is just going to sit here i i get a lot uh, out of people when when people say something to me like hey this works for me but i don't know that's huge like i will totally my defenses go down i accept it i listen to it because i know that there's not that added pressure right of being like uh if you have to try exactly this do this right now I'm it's just, just like gonna, here's an example if i post that i'm just got the preference yeah if this works for you yeah. please use it yeah if it doesn't yeah. just keep scrolling it's fine it's fine <laughs> I have a good friend of mine, uh, it's another therapist who uh, I've known for, for a long time. And she kind of has a, a health conditions that can do contribute to chronic pain and that are sort of long lasting there. They come and go ebb and flow over time. And she has told me that she's got, uh, she has a neighbor who goes to a church where she goes to church who will organize little kind of like prayer things for her occasionally her has come to her and said hey we're all praying for you we're having a special prayer and we're gonna you know fast on sunday for you and we're all thinking of you and she said it's really nice but on the other hand she also gets a little tense when that happens because when he comes back around later and says hey how were you on sunday that even if he doesn't mean it that way she can't help but feel Absolutely pressure terrible. Saying, oh well I, it was a really bad day but now i feel like i've let you all down <laughs> Um, whereas then she contrasted and said, you know, I have another neighbor who first time we met was like, how are you? And I said, oh, I'm, I'm doing great. And she said, really? You look like shit. And, <laughs> and she said, you can't be feeling good. Uh, you could just tell me because I'd like to really be helpful to you. And she said, oh, well, yeah, I do feel like that's how I feel. And so they talked and laughed and, you know, they hit it off. And, and she said, so that person, I, I don't have to get stressed when they ask me how I am. Um, cause mm -hmm. I know they're just going to go like, oh, that sucks. Oh, wow. Right. You know, hug, hug yeah. if I need it, whatever. But then they just go on out their day and I don't have to worry that I've ruined their day. And so there's a, there's a balance of that. And I'm, I'm one of those, I don't, I'm a, I'm a big fan of doing what we can do and organizing some little thing and say, if you want to have a, you know, a, a group a prayer for someone, or you want to do a little, like get a meal together for someone in need and all those things are really helpful. But I think it's trying to not put that additional pressure on the person to yes. say, mm -hmm. Hey, we brought you some banana bread. Uh, you, everything's better now, and with your job search, right? No, I. You don't want. To, you don't want to convey that, you know, uh, even accidentally if you can help it. Uh, yeah, I think that's a very good, very good point and a very good like analogy. And of course, I do have some help from TikTok nice. on some things that we could do to how to avoid toxic positivity. So for our audio only listeners. The TikTok is by Stephanie. Oh my gosh, I don't even know how to say her. M. Thoma. M. M Thoma. I don't know. It, it will be. It will be tagged. <laughs> yeah, it, it'll it'll be linked somewhere. I'm sorry, Stephanie. 
Uh, so Stephanie is giving us uh, three phrases that are very common that people say and what you could say instead. Uh, so phrase one is going to be look at the bright side. She suggests saying it's okay to feel bad sometimes. Uh, the second phrase is going to be you'll get over it. And she thinks I believe in you is a better alternative. Third phrase is it could be worse. And her alternative phrase is how can I help? How to avoid toxic positivity. Look at the bright side. It's okay to feel bad sometimes. You'll get over it. I believe in you. It could be worse. How can I help? And I think this is a great TikTok that wraps up everything that we've been saying today on, you know, validating our emotions, accepting our emotions. And, um, you know, what we're, what we were just saying, offering things that people could use if they would like it and not pressuring them with like, you need to feel better. You need to be positive about this. But, um, you know, asking how you can help, telling them that you're there for them. Excellent. Yeah, those are, I think that's really powerful. I'm a big fan mm-hmm. of retraining our terminology in our own heads. A lot of times that's a big part of therapy, right? Is how we talk yes. to ourselves. Mm-hmm. But then turning it and saying like, man, if I catch myself saying, uh, look on the bright side and, you know, or, or you know, you, this this will be over soon or whatever. How much more powerful is that to just say, I believe in you? Wow. You know, right there. That's, that's a great terminology switch to make. Yeah. For sure. So, I mean, most people come, I like to believe, I like to believe most people come with the best intentions. They come wanting to support and maybe they don't know how, maybe they don't have the language. Maybe they're not like being active in their growth and learning how to reprogram some of their language. They, that's just might be where they're at. So I think um, being mindful of, and being forgiving and knowing, knowing where the person's coming from. And you can always ask clarifying questions like, hey, you said this, I felt this, did you mean this? Um, can better our relationships with our, each other. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm totally with you. All right. Yeah, I, you know what? I think we had a very good conversation. I mean, Lamont, you were the one who had no idea what we were talking about today. Uh, positive toxicity. Uh, <laughs> and now I'm, I feel like I'm very educated. And if someone brings up again, I'm like, I know what that is. <laughs> All right. Do either of you have any closing thoughts on our subject? Just that I think uh, my, my thought would be is to really mind through this stuff, everything that, that we've been talking to today, I would encourage everybody listening to, this is a very practically useful episode, right? It, that mm-hmm. People should be able to say, um, you know, maybe edit out some of the stuff I said, but, but other than that, <laughs> like, just go for it uh, with some of these things and just start trying, you know, just start trying. People get too lost sometimes in the philosophical ideas of like, well, is there so much thing that's too positive? And that's a fascinating conversation. But, mm-hmm. you know, uh, instead of, in addition to if they want to have the conversation out there on their own but also go out there and just start trying it try addressing people this way just say like you know i believe in you and i'm not going to try and listen to the empathy and these tiktoks try to put that into practice i think it's huge i think you'll see it in effect mm-hmm. all right well uh thank you to you guys for talking to me today and thank you to my tiktok friends for allowing me to use their tiktoks today yeah um we're really gonna go cool. ahead and Yeah, we're going to go ahead and take a break and we will be right back. So, Leia, today's your birthday. Happy birthday. Are you 26? Rude. 21 for the eighth time. Seventh time. (laughs) So you're, wait, wait, wait. So you are 27. No, dude, I'm 28. Hey, so that wasn't that rude. I gave you two years off. (laughs) But anyways, um, I'm excited because we are going to celebrate your birthday since we can't be in person together to celebrate. Um, You've come up with this really cool way for us to celebrate your birthday. So let's do it. Yeah, I know. You know what? And Lamont, I'm so thankful that you sent me a birthday card. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, It's, oh, wow. How beautiful. That's going to be our activity today. Okay. So let me let me read this card. 
up. Oh, it looks like there's some blanks we need to fit in. So, um, Lamont, give me the name of a birthday person. Leia. <laughs> oh, okay. Nice. Unexpected. Uh, a noun. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. A noun. A noun. Um, a person, place, or thing. Mm-hmm. Hawaii. Okay. All right. Can you give me a number? 28. Okay. Uh, how about another number? Infinity. That's not a number. Is it? All right. We'll, we'll go with that. An adjective. All right. That is... What is an adjective? <laughs> a describing word. Something that describes something. Okay. Um, let's go. What's your favorite color again? I don't know. Like right now, neon green. Let's go with neon green. Okay. Uh, let's just go with neon. Okay. Okay. An important noun. So like a noun that that's an important thing. Frida? No, that's, I guess freedom's kind of a thing, but like, I don't know. Um, liberty, love, those are all things. I don't know. <laughs> all right, we'll go with freedom. <laughs> uh, an emotion. Positivity. <laughs> Positivity, okay. Uh, a person or relationship. Patrick. Okay. Uh, noun. Hawaii. You already said that. <laughs> do you, do I have to choose another one? All yes. Right. Um, Oahu. Oh, come on. <laughs> uh, the store. A store. Okay. Give me another noun. Um, Lamont. God. <laughs> That's a person. <laughs> Okay, an adjective ending in L-Y. Um, awesomely. <laughs> awesomely, that's not a word. Okay, 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 okay. Nope, it's too late. Uh, okay. Verb ending in I-N-G. Um, podcasting. <laughs> Sorry. You just turned a noun into it. <laughs> okay, um, another adjective. Adjective. Silver. Okay. A period of time. The 90s. A plural noun. Can I say noun? <laughs> I was going to say oceans, but like, it doesn't make sense, I don't think. Ocean. Beaches. 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 Okay. Adjective. Oh, my goodness. Um, sunny? Sunny's an adjective, right? Mm-hmm. Noun. Three nouns. Lamont, Leigh, and Patrick. Oh, come on. We already used all three of those. Original. Three nouns. Three nouns. Um, uh, oh, I, I moved my mic. Sorry. <laughs> um, oh, mic. Okay. Lights. Camera. <laughs> okay. Uh, another noun. YouTube. Is YouTube a noun? That's a thing, right? I guess. <laughs> All right. Almost done. Um, an expensive item. <laughs> I was going to say Beyonce, but she's not an expensive item. Hold on. Hold on. Um, see, I would have used a mic for that if I would have known. Um, an expensive item. 
A bracelet? We're going with your first one, a Beyonce. <laughs> okay. Color? Um, what's Patrick's favorite color? Blue. Blue. Uh, noun? Uh, oh my gosh. Crayon. Crayon? Yeah, isn't that a noun? That's a thing. Yep. A crayon. Okay. And a website. Um, what's our website? <laughs> we don't have a website. <laughs> um, www.instagram at Lamont and Leia. <laughs> All right. Okay. Now that I've deciphered your birthday card, I can read it. <laughs> um, dear Leia, happy Hawaii day. I can't believe you're turning 28 years old. You barely look a day over infinity. I'm so neon to have you in my freedom. I'm not sure what I would do if you weren't. You bring so much positivity to those around you. I couldn't have chosen a better sister from another Patrick. Even though we are so far apart, I know our store will last, will last a Lamont time. I'm awesomely yes. looking forward to this next year. We have so much planned. I'm so excited to be podcasting our podcast and taking part in all the silver <laughs> activities you have planned for them. I hope this next 90s decade of life brings you nothing but beaches. May all the sunniness of today be with you forever. I hope that today brings you lots of mics, lights, and cameras to remember. Happy birthday. Love, your YouTube, Lamont. P.S. The post office should be delivering your Beyonce with the blue gem-encrusted crayon soon. Instagram.com slash Lamont and Leia had to make it custom just for you. Oh, Lamont, <laughs> thank you. This is oh so precious. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Happy birthday, Leia. Thank you. <laughs> Dwight, thank you so much for joining Leia and I today. It was such a great time. We had such a great time talking with you. You brought some really cool examples, and my heart's just full right now. Thank you. It's really a privilege to get to be here with you guys. I'm really excited by your energy that you guys have. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Tell us, where can people find you? And do you have anything coming up? Well, we've uh, been, there's a regular uh, episode should be dropping on the feed for the Broken Brain podcast. And I always have to say, since uh, a couple of years ago, somebody else started using the name, the Broken Brain. Uh, it's the one with the blue logo that looks like a brain, it has a little TM by it that I, passively aggressively put on after someone else started using the name so the broken brain tm the podcast uh that's that's where you go you can find that on spotify apple anywhere um got some cool episodes upcoming actually just interviewed a friend of mine who's a disability uh and a disability and film journalist and and mm. an expert in both of those areas talking about depictions of those with disabilities in media mm -hmm. um also uh a recurring guest and Sharon Blady who's come on to talk about kind of nerd culture and comics as it interviews we do a discussion about Captain Marvel and some of the things you can learn about victimization and gaslighting and, and that culture uh, through that movie um, so a couple of those fun things are coming out on the Broken Brain uh, podcast and uh, also you know I'm working with uh, this company called Pop Collar Productions where we're helping people to make podcasts and if they want to learn more about that they can go to popcollar.net uh, to to study up on that and yeah just see different different projects that people are doing there as well so i would like to plug one thing that i hope happens soon uh which is having uh the the hosts and creators of the lamont and leah podcast coming on to the broken brain hopefully <laughs> soon behind the scenes that'll be working itself out but i hope it's not too presumptuous to uh plug that here as well as an upcoming project so oh my gosh we would be so honored yes, so awesome. just just let us know like yeah. when and what time and We'll be there. We'll be there. <laughs> and if you bring the TikToks, holy cow. I there we go. I'll bring anything. TikToks, appropriate TikToks for the moment. <laughs> awesome. That'd be great. <laughs> okay. Anything else, Lamont? No, that, that's it. All right. Thank you guys for listening. So today's life lesson is what you seek, you will find. 
if all you can focus on is the negative and darkness of others, that is all you will ever see. Instead, I encourage you to be balanced. Recognize the dark, but help them and embrace their light. If you master this, your relationships will grow tenfold. And that is today's life lesson. This has been the Lamont and Leia podcast. Created by Lamont Damon and Leia Nakaahiki. Special thanks to our guest, Dwight Hurst, for being on the show. Thank you to our friends on TikTok for letting us use your videos. All of their links can be found in the show description. This episode's topic was brought to light by Leia Nakaahiki. This episode was also edited by Leia Nakaahiki. Our music is from Ingenue. Let us know what you thought of our show and or give us some topic suggestions by sending us messages on Instagram or Facebook. You can also watch our show on YouTube. Links to all can be found in the show description. Thanks for listening.